gonna give you a very simple trick that will change your life. Stay tuned to find out. Nah, just do it now. Well, actually sign up to my Patreon where you get more life-changing content that only everybody else that signs up to it gets. Is that a good enough sell? It's probably the laziest one so far. Let's find out. So, sorry, I had just reread some of my notes and I came across a little gem that I completely forgot about and I can't believe that I did. So many years wasted not utilizing this very simple trick. And as Tony Robbins always says, doesn't matter if a trick's simple as long as it's life changing. Well, both boxes ticked. This one does. Well, you want to know what it is? Have I put enough embers at your flame to stoke your desire? Ugh. That was very hippie brothel. So, <laughs> here it is. Here it is. Just remember Kill Bill. Wiggle your right toe. Oh, wiggle your big toe. The same rule applies. W wiggle one of your right toes and then extend that to just wiggling all of your toes and then you've got the actual thing that we're talking about. But I was just trying to get it to morph in with something that you might actually remember. So let's just stick with that, even though it's not correct. Wriggle your big toe. And then just try and remember this extra step, which probably makes it a hell of a lot more complicated for no reason. Start wiggling all of your toes. Just imagine that these are toes. I don't want to hear any comments at the bottom of, that they fingered. Why do you want to be doing this? It is incredible because, in fact, just do it right now. Before I tell you what it does, go on, give it a go. You doing it? All right, you've had enough time. If you don't want to participate, that's your problem. Like the video. What happens when you are wiggling your toes is you are instantly reminded of this area that you were in at this very moment. So usually your mind is drifting off into different areas in life. Now, as we've mentioned before on this program, there are some people that don't. Some people are constantly engaged in the present moment. Look at that switch and say, wow, electricity, what a marvel of man. But even that, that's, that's too removed and abstracted to the moment. I'm just gonna look at that light switch and be very interested in it. And you know what, now that I actually am doing that, I am interested in that light switch. Silver and white, now that style. But, if you're like me, and I'm imagining that if you resonate with this, you probably are like me, you are probably constantly projecting into the future. I very rarely think about the past, and every time I do, I go, <laughs> and I think that that's the thing, that uneffective people are constantly focused on the past. It's debilitating, because there's nothing you can do to change it. In almost every area of your life, you can change it. The only thing you can't is the past. Uh, but even with the modern miracle that is neuro-linguistic programming, that is possible. See the video that I did on that, that has, as usual, a clickbait title that I couldn't possibly remember as I just think, oh uh, yeah, maybe people will click on that. But, when it comes to being in the present moment, that is a very useful tool. Why is it useful to be in the present moment? Here we go again! <laughs> it's because... Oh, what an Oprah Winfrey... Da, 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 tone. You want to be engaged in the present moment because I think that it just recalibrates you. Just think of it as getting your tyres balanced at the mechanic. You don't do it, do you? But you should. That's what wiggling your toes does. It rebalances you. It allows you to take stock of where you currently are and so a lot of those things that you were either anxious about or worried about, those dissipate instantly just by wiggling your toes. 
Just by doing that, you're fine. But also, say for instance, in my life, I would probably be going on stage at some point, uh, assuming COVID restrictions ever get off. And let's, let's be honest, is that gonna happen? No, it's probably not, is it? But in my past life, there's nothing you could do to change that. I would have been going on stage. And if you know what it's like to go on stage, your head just starts rushing and you're not engaged in the present moment at all. It takes about 15 minutes to get into the swing of things before you are really engaged and then you're super engaged. That's why going on stage is extremely addictive. Well, for me anyway. Maybe it's kind of like having cheap crack and a lot of people's bodies rejected. But for me, I need it harder and harder. I.e. going to more and more fucked RSLs. I would want to be getting present in those moments. It's an acting technique. Everything is these days, because my girlfriend. But if you are able to be engaged in the present moment, you're able to take stock of where you are. All of these projections that you have, and uh, say that you're speaking to someone, for instance, you just go into the normal mode of talking to someone, which is pretty much just all of your past experiences and then there's that wall over it. And so really, you aren't talking to the person that you're speaking to. Instead, you are talking to a screen invention of your own mind. It's like Barnt putting on those see the world through the eyes of a drunk goggles. That's what you're seeing them through. The world, the, the eyes of a drunk. You are just assuming that that person is the same as all the other people that you've met in the past subconsciously. The way to counteract that is to be as present as possible in the moment so you can make fair assessments of what is happening. That's the advantage of being present. You are able to make more accurate assessments of what is happening around you. It leads to long-term success in life. If you're able to just take stock, even in things like when you're just in the middle of a bad habit, if you wiggle your toes, you're suddenly reminded, oh, shouldn't be doing this. Because otherwise, it's just chain reaction. It's just all of your past events just going on re-loop over and over. And that is something that scares me a lot. I know that I talk about it all the time on this channel. And you know what? Fuck you, it's a good point. That point is that your life is kind of just a loop. It's a repetitive loop. And as I'll be talking about in an upcoming video about habits, once you have established a habit, that just becomes a part of who you are. It just becomes part of your day. Just like how all these other people that you have have peculiarities. What are those peculiarities that you're pointing out in the idiosyncrasies? Even those things, they're just little teeny micro habits. They're things that have been so entrenched that you don't even think about them anymore. You have to be able to think about these things, to catch yourself out in the act. And I've been doing it recently a lot. I've been wiggling my toes throughout the day. I, I just did it then. It's incredible. As soon as it happens, something just gets clicked in your mind of, oh, hang on, yeah, I'm not lost in my own thoughts again. I'm, I'm actually here. Being here is important. Being here is important because you're able to observe what is happening around you and more accurate information getting in, taken into you instead of just these lazy shortcuts that your brain tries to find just to get on with life. Obviously, uh, it's an evolutionary feat that it does that because it's just looking for things that have kept you alive to this point and saying, good, do more of that. Or what it is at least assess with inaccurate information that that's keeping you alive and saying, good, do that. Here's the thing though. Now you are constantly having to update 
what is keeping you alive because life is moving at such an exponential rate now. And so you need to be constantly making new distinctions. It really is, if, if you want to boil down success into its two major components, I do think it's this, it's stick to -itiveness. It's just the fact that you push longer than other people will and developing that habit in itself, that is one of those super habits that just is going to serve you best for the rest of your life. You see it over and over, say lawyers, athletes, people that have been trained in the art of discipline, or lawyers in terms of mind athlete, because every time you go into the lawyer's library at university, they're all sitting there reading. Every time you go into the arts library, it's just a bunch of people playing that monkey balloon shooting game. So they are focused to be sitting on dense, boring things. And so if they do this thing of just, in their life being like, oh, I've decided I want to be a comedian. They might be shit at comedy, but they will get further ahead in life because they are able to sit down and focus longer than other people. They are disciplined. But the other thing is, is athletes. There's a lot of discipline in athletes, and most athletes are dumb as batshit. They're really fucking stupid people, but they get into law like that. And it's because they have that same thing. So there's that, there's the stick to of it. But the other major component of success is constantly making new distinctions, making more and more finite, nuanced observations that this is working, but this part of this isn't working. So I'm gonna stop doing that and I'm gonna be doing this now. And ah, oh, does that work? And no, that doesn't work. Okay, well, we'll discard that. We'll just keep going forward with this. That's also occurring. I made a few distinctions this week, actually. Now I have got a book where I'm just writing down those little distinctions. I'm at that stage now where I, where I was always talking about these uh, cool journals that you have. I'm kind of making my own. Not, not my own, but instead what I'd always just be doing is just rote learning, regurgitating like I'm some 19th century student, uh, you know, preparing to become a loom weaver. Just sitting there, the teacher says, write this down, and then I do it, and that's very helpful. But now, because I have all these tools so ingrained in me, I'm starting to do it myself. I'm just, this is actually a little distinction that I should be discussing. Uh, yes. And the way that I'm getting more of those is to be getting more engaged with the present moment. I notice it all the time on my podcast, for instance, or even in these. If I'm thinking about something else, to me at least, it's obvious while I'm speaking. I think because I've gotten so good at talking that I can kind of just run my mouth for hours on end now. I can if I want to. And I have noticed that there are certain instances where my mouth is moving, but I ain't upstairs. I'm off in to quote a very famous movie. You'll never guess what it is. That's right. Austin Powers 3. No, uh, La La Land. <laughs> I don't even know if anybody remembers what that was referencing. It was so long. Yeah, I'm off in La La Land. I'm off with the fairies just dancing around in a little meadow filled with tulips. And each one of those tulips has more sparkles coming out of it than the next. And so the way that I get back into the moment, because is what you notice with good conversation. It is just about being present. It's about truly listening to what the other person is saying. And then when you come to speak, it doesn't have that weird cutoff moment. You know when you're going on a lot of bad dates and the chick is kind of just sitting there saying things that they've obviously heard on Friends? That has to be one of the most obnoxious traits that I have ever observed in somebody. They've just watched so many sitcoms 
that they're just this regurgitation of all the things that they've heard in these like crap shows that are just there to fill in until it's prime time. That's really what it's like speaking to. It's the grossest feeling on earth to me, talking to someone and them saying, don't go there, talk to the hand. Oh no, you didn't. But then again, I just really hate it when people speak in tropes in general, it really irks me. Um, but, because again, it's just somebody who is not trying, even attempting to make new distinctions in life. So this is just the tool, one of the major tools, this tiny, teeny little tool that really is going to help you a lot with 50% of success in life, which is making key distinctions. You want to start getting into this habit. And time for your rote learning, young 19th century Tewiliga. You are going to write that down in your journal or in your little homework book. This, just this, just this. Wiggle your big toe. I want you to start getting into the habit of that. Doing it throughout the day. It's not gonna take any time on yours. In fact, it will save you hours and hours and hours, I'm assuming, throughout the week. Because there's a lot of moments that you will catch yourself doing things that are useless, that you shouldn't be doing. You wiggle your big toe, you recalibrate. I could be doing this, which is more important now. I will see you soon. Make sure that you sign up to become a member. And then I will give you more reminders like this that will be beneficial to you. And for the small investment that you give out, you will be making many dollars in return. And honestly, I'm not even joking when I say that. I truly believe that this stuff is going to increase your bank account over the long trajectory. And the thing is that it was like everything else in life. It starts off slowly like this. You keep doing this stuff five years down the track, you'll be so far ahead of your friends and family. And that's what this is all about. Showing the people you love that you're better than them. Uh, right, so do that, like the video, subscribe, send me more comments of you going, I'm just nervous around this girl I like. Bye.